in my conversation with God uh, yesterday, I um, was sharing with God intimately about just experiences in my life, things in my life that had happened. And I remember feeling, telling God, God, I just felt disappointed. Um, just extremely disappointed. And so there was a part of me that my emotions were just sad. I said, I'm very resilient and um, I know how to be strong. And um, like I said, I'm very resilient. And I said, but the thing that is gripping me at my heart right now is a fact of where I am right now is I'm just extremely disappointed. And um, I sat in that feeling. I sat in the feeling of sadness. I sat in the feeling of um, my emotion. And um, God said, have I disappointed you? Now that threw me off. My response was, well, God, I never viewed you that way. I never um, viewed you in a sense of expecting you to come through for me. I viewed you as being sovereign and that this world was yours. This world is yours and that... You know, I am a part of that embodiment. And so it didn't really matter what my say-so was or what I desired or what I wanted. That's how I viewed you. So, and even in um, growing up, that was my, you know, understanding in the household. You get what you get, and if you don't if you don't like it, oh well, you get what you get, and you be grateful for it. I said, so God, I never viewed you, and God said again, have I disappointed you? I'm like, why is God? I said, okay, God, like I said, um, I never viewed you that way because of the fact that I never had that expectation of you because of those beliefs that I just shared with you. Like, why does he keep asking me? <laughs> why does spirit keep asking me? Have I disappointed you? And I said, God, you're asking me this. Whenever God asks me the same question, it's for me to dig deeper. And um, the divine is so intelligent. Um, and it lives within us. And we can all tap within it. And um, as I begin digging deeper, I recognize that it was a level of disappointment because um, I had a certain understanding of God because I felt that it really did that I didn't matter that what I wanted didn't really matter per se um 
that it was more about what God wanted. It came from, I came from the standpoint of the understanding growing up of there's no point in me requesting things. Um, There's no point in me asking to just kind of go with life and whatever God gives me um, is, is for me. And God said, have I disappointed you? I'm like, here we go with this same question. And the deeper part that I recognize is that I was disappointed. I was so disappointed that I put up this wall of, well, you're not going to come through for me anyway. So it's okay. I'll figure it out on my own. Well, you don't really care about what I desire or you don't really care about what I think. So I'll just go with the flow of things and whatever you give me, I'll be satisfied. There was this wall of ex- wall of defense or wall of protection that I had. Um, whereby I made myself... Um, okay with things and I silenced my inner voice I silenced my yes I silenced my expectation of life and not only did I silence my expectation of life but um, the things that I acquired I thought that God didn't have a matter or concern in it that it had to be me to fix it and that I knew that um, God loved me but as far as the details of my life and the desires of my heart the things that I just wanted that God didn't really care about that and so there was a level of um, I don't even expect it from you because one, you don't care about that about it like that, and that's okay. Um, two, I just made myself um, made myself okay. I did a lot of making myself okay. Um, and I recognized that this started when I was a child. I can remember. When my uh, my understanding growing up with my preschool teacher, um, whenever she would tell me, she was my, mind you, she was my favorite person, one of my favorite people in, the, in my world at that time. And I can remember whenever she would tell me no, that I would cry. And... Because it made me sad. And I didn't quite know why it made me sad to the point where it made me cry. There was a part of me that felt rejected by her. There was a part of me that didn't feel like I was enough looking back. There was a part of me that felt comfortable with her. And when she would tell me, no, 
it was I took it, my misunderstanding was taking it as rejection. She was the only person that I felt comfortable around um, to be myself. And I recognized that um, as I became older, that I didn't quite know how to handle, um, I didn't have a balance of understanding um, having things that I desired and knowing that I could have those things. I really rarely asked for what I wanted. And with God, and like I said, I didn't think God had any time for me like that or that 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 didn't matter. I didn't matter to God in that way, like in a sense of um, those things were not important. And I didn't recognize how much of a damper that that was um, in my life. But it became a defining moment for me on yesterday as I go back seven years ago when I started this journey of awakening and unpacking and God said is that how you see me that's not who I am and I'm getting ready to show you who I really am in you, through you. Because you don't have to dot every I and cross every T. You don't have to do all the things. I want you to have great expectations of me. I want you to have great expectations of me. I want you to believe, receive, and accept. And I know that your wall of defense has been, that has been your wall of defense of saying, well, I really don't expect anything from you anyway, so I'm just going to, how many times have we said that? How many times have you said that? Where you didn't really expect much out of life um, so the wall of defense was, well, I already didn't expect it anyway. So the undertone of that, I'm not saying that I'm not coming from the standpoint of coming like a brat or anything. <laughs> I'm coming from the standpoint of abundance. I'm coming from the standpoint of grace and ease. I'm coming from the standpoint of trust and allowing and knowing that God's plan for your life and how God truly sees you. I will invite you to tap into that, to ask God, how do you truly see me? And how have I been showing up based out of that belief? That's all I'm inviting you to do. I brought you in on this conversation that I had yesterday with God because I would love for you to do the same if you feel led. Because you could be blocking your own blessing because it's been your defense mechanism all these years 
of how to get by. And I would invite you to open your heart. To allow God to speak to you. I remember I was attending a class, an um, online class, and Cassidy Kane um, said uh, she was uh, one of, she was our um, um, teacher teaching a class. And she said um, one of the quotes that um, I can't think of the author at this, at this moment or pronounce his name correctly. I have it in my head, but I, I don't. I don't want to jack up his name, but I know he's the author of Conversations with God. And um, he he asked God, you know, he was talking to God about all the different things that had happened in his life that was bad or tragic or heartbreaking. And God says, I have sent you nothing but angels. I have sent you nothing but angels. Wow. Spirit's telling me to leave that there and allow you to ponder on that and what that really means to you. That all that you have experienced, good or not so good, I have sent you nothing but angels. And everything that I have encountered has drawn me back to God. To understand how God truly sees me. To expect great things from him. That I don't have to be defensive anymore. And I have to guard myself out of fear. There's a difference between healthy boundaries and guarding yourself just because you're afraid or you're accustomed to surviving. And so I'm going to leave that with you on today. Thank you for listening.